Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with News and Views from the Nefarium on Thursday, May 16th, 2019. And uh, a big wow, because the Nefarium European branch, uh, that would be the IG Farb and Santo branch, has been the recipient of some bad news. We're going to get back to that, but I want you to bear a little question in mind as I'm reading from two articles about this story. And that little question is, gee, I wonder why Joseph doesn't trust corporations that have ebook platforms, <laughs> okay? This story, I think, is, uh, it's been going on for some time. The other question in the background is, why in the name of sense did the German chemical and agribusiness firm of Bayer buy out Monster Santo for $63 billion? Now, I've heard stories just this last week that uh, the buyer CEO has been forced out. That would be, uh, I believe, Werner Baumann has been forced out over the stockholders being terribly upset that buyer made this purchase. And uh, indeed, that's the question. Why on earth did buyer do that knowing as it most likely did, that Monsanto was facing all sorts of litigation. Why would buyer buy it and then subject itself to the litigation? Well, there's more bad news to add to the question, and I'm citing two articles here, uh, one from Zero Hedge. Uh, this appeared on the 13th, and another one from Natural News by Mike Adams, which appeared on the 15th, all right? And between the two articles, the Zero Hedge article is, of course, kind of even-toned, and uh, the Natural News article by Mr. Adams is a little more right to the jugular, <laughs> okay? So listen carefully. This is the Zero Hedge uh, article, and I'm going to read just a few paragraphs from that and then jump right into Mr. Adams. The article's titled, Buyer Ordered to Pay $2 Billion in Roundup Damages and Admits Spying on Influential Europeans. Now, that's the rub of the story. And as I put it in, uh, in the write-up to this video that will be posted shortly, they're now confirming something that researchers like F. William Engdahl and Marie-Monique Robin in France, in her book, The World According to Monsanto, told us years ago that indeed it appeared that Monsanto had some sort of corporate black ops division that was, uh, well, we'll get to that. So to the Zero Hedge article, here we go. Quote, as Bloomberg reports, jurors agreed that Alva and Alberta Piliodes used of Roundup over 30 years for residential landscaping was a substantial factor in causing them to develop non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And this is now another court case besides the one that we saw uh, a few months ago that was won by Robert F. Kennedy Jr., in California. So this is now another court case, and Monsanto has been ordered to pay $2 billion of damages to this couple. But that's not the core bad news. I'm skipping several paragraphs. Quote, the second piece of bad news was a Reuters story reporting that Bayer said on Monday in its that its Monsanto unit, which is being investigated by French prosecutors, 
for compiling lists of influential people, such as journalists in France, likely did the same across Europe, suggesting a potentially wider problem. French prosecutors said on Friday they had opened an inquiry after the newspaper Le Monde filed a complaint alleging that Monsanto, acquired by Bayer for $63 billion last year, had kept a file of 200 names, including journalists and lawmakers, in hopes of influencing positions on pesticides. Skipping several paragraphs, Bayer said in its initial statement that, quote, Currently, we have no indication that the preparation of the list under discussion violated any legal provisions, unquote. So that's the toned-down version. Now I want to go to Mike Adams at Natural News. And that article, again, titled Bombshell, Buyer Discovers Black Ops Division Run by Monsanto, Shuts It Down, Initiates Internal Investigation as Law Enforcement, prepares criminal charges against the chemical giant. And I'm reading, uh, this is a rather long article. Uh, I'm going to read a few paragraphs right at the beginning to start with here. Quote, For over a decade, Monsanto has been engaged in building and manipulating hit lists of journalists, lawmakers, and regulators to be taken out if they oppose the evil agenda of GMOs and toxic glyphosate weed killer chemicals that now inundate the world food supply. Any influential person who opposed the Monsanto agenda was subjected to one or more of the following, attempted bribery, death threats and intimidation, character assassination through well-funded negative PR campaigns, defamation-coordinated Wikipedia attacks run by Monsanto operatives, career destruction, such as getting scientists blacklisted from science journals and being doxxed, that is to say, having their home addresses publicized and their families and co-workers threatened. In other words, Monsanto has been running a black ops division for over 10 years, spending perhaps $100 million or more on efforts to silence, destroy, or assassinate anyone who interfered with the agricultural giant's market dominance. Unquote. Now let me stop. If that sounds harsh, particularly the use of the word assassination, I'd urge people, if you're not familiar with this story, go out and buy F. William Engdahl's book, Seeds of Destruction, and Monique Marie Robin's book called The World According to Monsanto, because they document this kind of sharp practice, if not Ill outright illegal and outrageous practice, on the part of that corporation. Now, continuing, this hit list, of journalists and lawmakers was directly translated into action to intimidate, threaten, or bribe these individuals, just as happens in the United States. In fact, a Monsanto spokesperson now confirms the Monsanto Mafia used the list to take out anyone standing in the way of the Monsanto agenda. Now listen carefully. Quote, There have been a number of cases where, as they would say, now this is the spokesman for Bayer talking, Whereas they would say in football, not the ball was played, but the man or woman was tackled, unquote, admitted Matthias Berninger to Reuters. Berninger is the head of the public affairs and sustainability of Monsanto. Further into the statement, Berninger admits Monsanto collected, quote, non-publicly available data about individuals. In other words, private data, <laughs> okay, 
and then issued an apology from Bayer for the activity. Quote, Following an initial review, we understand that this initiative has raised concerns and criticism, unquote, said Bayer in a May 12th public statement. Quote, this is not the way Bayer seeks dialogue with society and stakeholders. We apologize for this behavior, unquote. Um, I would remind Bayer that as a component of IG Farben, your own corporate history is a little murky, <laughs> okay? Continuing down this article a little bit further, quote, if you read the Bayer announcement that went public on May 12th, you'll find that Bayer is openly supporting the criminal indictment of Monsanto operatives who ran its black ops division, quote, Bayer will fully support the public prosecutor's office in France in its investigation, unquote, says the statement. The same statement also explains, quote, as an immediate measure, we have decided to suspend our cooperation with the involved external service providers for the time being. The responsible Monsanto manager left the company shortly after the acquisition, unquote. The external service providers were, Natural News has learned, negative public relations firms hired to engage in online character assassination, rogue private investigators tasked with geolocating target individuals, and wet work or intimidation and assassination. There's He's making an astonishing claim again. Assassination teams that were directed to threaten violence or carry out direct violence against the enemies of Monsanto, including the targeting of innocent family members, unquote. And that's it. And indeed, those charges are rather extraordinary. Um, again, it would not be out of character if you've read about the things that that company got up to in Engdahl or uh, Robin's book, which are eye-opening reads, let me tell you. But uh, he's gone a step further and said that they were up to no good. But now the important point is, French prosecutors are opening up a case, and as this article points out, this case could go all over Europe. In other words, it's becoming international, and that brings me to my GMO geopolitics theme, because not only do we have the problem of, well, why did Bayer buy this company in the first place if it knew all of these uh, litigation problems were going to surface? And I'm willing to entertain the speculation for which, as yet, we have no evidence that maybe it wanted to obtain Monsanto precisely to obtain that black ops division. Who knows? Uh, it's not something that would be unknown to corporations to do stuff like that. They are engaged in corporate espionage all the time. But what's new here is this factor of an international legal ramification, because now this is involving the European Union. And this is going to get very serious. And here's my prediction. This is where I think we may be heading this next twist in this GMO geopolitics thing that I've been talking about for a few years. Because as I've argued, we've seen Russia trying to position itself to become a supplier of non-GMO food on the world stage. Uh, and I suspect eventually we're going to see the same thing happen with so-called heirloom seeds, that is to say uh, non-GMO seeds on the world market. Um, 
I suspect that this is one reason that sanctions have been imposed on Russia, largely to keep the food cartel, the GMO cartel, securely in control in the West and keep out of the market any heirloom seeds that might be coming from Russia. So I think there's a lot going on. But this is an international problem now, and I suspect the next twist we're going to see in this GMO geopolitics thing is we're going to start to see suits brought before test cases as test beds brought before international courts on GMOs precisely against Monsanto uh, for crimes against humanity. Now, I'm not saying that this is going to end national investigations such as we're seeing emerge in France. I'm not saying that this is going to end the lawsuits in the United States. In fact, I suspect that you're going to see criminal investigations because France, France has initiated this. I suspect you're going to see criminal investigations spread across Europe. You're going to see them start in this country, and you're going to see them start in other countries that have been heavily influenced by GMO foods and where there is a heavy Monsanto presence, chiefly in Latin America, but I'm also going to predict in India. But the reason I'm thinking this could go to international courts is precisely because of the presence of countries like Vietnam in the mix that suffered from uh, Agent Orange, which again was a Monsanto product that was used in, in the Vietnam War and which is still causing, as far as, as the evidence suggests, which is still causing some, some grievous birth defects in the population there. So I think GMO politics or geopolitics just took another turn and it's looking very, very bad for Bayer and Bayer has to, as it is supposedly doing according to this article, cooperating. But now we're going to see this issue driving the need, and this is the bottom line here. I think we're going to see and start to hear talk of this very issue being used to drive a globalist agenda to put into place international regulatory bodies and courts that have actual teeth and enforcement powers. Just watch. This is going to be coming down the line. Uh, I would not be a bit surprised to see that you're going to find countries like Russia that will drive that agenda. Uh, it's, it's going to happen. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind, and this will be the next part of GMO geopolitics. So it's not over yet, folks, but it's going to get very interesting over the next 10 years. That's my prediction for the day and my high-octane speculation. So like I said at the, at the beginning of this, is there a reason, Dr. Farrell, that you don't trust ebook platforms? Yeah, this, is, <laughs> this sort of stuff is uh, one of them. Uh, I don't trust corporations that are that big and that powerful as far as I can throw them. I certainly don't trust them with, with information. Just look at what's been going on in the social media platforms lately with the corporate censorship. So that's where we are. Tomorrow, folks, there is no vid chat. Um, the next one will be next Friday. That will be the 2 o'clock in the afternoon vid chat. I've already got a few questions coming in, believe it or not. So anyway, no vid chat tomorrow. And... Consider all of this GMO politics, geopolitics very carefully because I think it's going to come down the pike sooner or later. We'll see you on the flip side, everybody. Bye-bye and God bless.